So turn off your television sets, turn them off now, turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now, turn them off! What's up, everybody? This is Ron of on last week's episode. And with me, as always, unfortunately, I have D. What's up, D? How do you, why do you always try to pretend like you're not ecstatic that I have agreed to share my voice with you? Why? Stop faking Look, it. I am the voice, and you know they want the voices. <laughs> the but people want the voice. <laughs> the people want the voices. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the search is over, people. We are here to talk about Search Party. We finally found Dory. We have a lot to talk about. Four episodes. Four. We have a lot to talk about. Like you said, it's a lot. So before we get into that, as as always, D, general impressions. Like um, these last four episodes, and uh, we'll kind of get into like how you feel about the season overall towards the end, but these last four episodes, how, how are you feeling about them? Because you, you had an interesting take. You said you weren't in the right headspace and you <laughs> you were slightly annoyed. So so how are you feeling after these four episodes? In the grand scheme, after seeing all four, I feel better about it. Watching them one by one for the first three, I was just like, this is dumb. Like, this is just... <laughs> This is just dumb. I was happy to see Susan Sarandon because, I mean, she's Susan Sarandon. But, like, the absurdity of it all is is funny. Like, I can I can admit it now it's funny because I'm not anticipating what's going to happen. So I can appreciate it for what it was. But I think in my urgency to see what was going to happen, the other stuff was just like, oh, my God, just come on. Just, just, just get to it. Just get to it. What's going to happen? And... I don't I don't know why I was so impatient. I guess because I knew I had four episodes to watch. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I go back and watch them, I'm sure I'd laugh. But like I said, watching them the first time, I'm just kinda like, oh my God, are we seriously just gonna drive around a roundabout for five minutes? This is dumb. This well, is see, dumb. my my take is a bit different because I watched them actually right before we started recording this episode right now. I watched them back to back to back. <sighs> And I'll say this, um, it takes, like, these are extremely talented writers to pull this off. Because as you said, it's so absurd. And I think I think it reaches a point where they're like, we're, we're about to go over the line, but we're going to stop right before we get there. And that's what I felt with these last four episodes. Because, and, and at the same time, I'm kind of glad they dropped as a package because these four episodes are so absurd. But at the same time, like, I think you could tell that underneath, you know, the jokes and the uh, absurdity of it all, there's some really talented writers in this group because the story, the story is amazing. And I think that's what I got with these four episodes. And by the way, these four episodes, D, I'm about to, um, I'm about to shock you again. These four episodes are episode seven, The Infinite Loop, episode eight, The Imposter, Episode nine, the Inferno, and episode ten, the Shadows. And shout out to episode eight, um, is directed by Alia Shawkat. So shout what? out, shout out to Alia. Listen, so. I am so impressed. Like I wish y'all understood how how huge this is because Ronnie's job was to know the name of the episodes, and he never <laughs> knew the name of the episodes <laughs> ever. We're like, dude, you got. One job. I mean, two because you're recording this. But at least for the episode, you have one. You're supposed to know the name of the episodes, and you never knew them. 
Disregard the fact that I never know them either. That's not my job. Ronnie's job is to know him. And now he's doing his job. I'm so proud of you. New year, new me. So I'm, very proud what, of can, you. what can I say? I'll turn over a new you leaf. Know what so saying? let's get it. Stepped into let's, 2021 to greatness. So let's get in right into episode seven called The Infinite Loop, which, by the way, that that title has significance, and we'll get to that later. So, so D, um, Lila exists. Who is Lila? <laughs> Not only does she exist, Ronnie, she's alive. Like, Lila is the woman that Chip has been pretending to be, and she uh-huh. is indeed his aunt. And... Yes. <laughs> And we find out later, his mother. So Chip is Lila's nephew son, right? It explains a lot because now we know, okay, Chip's off and and it's not necessarily all his fault. Like there's, there's some genetic stuff that's not supposed to happen that happened with Chip. So him being a little insane, he's insane, right? Like, yeah, he's like, okay. That's that's their fault. And not only that, though, his parents are nuts. Like his biological parents, meaning his aunt and his dad. They're crazy. Like they, the way they speak to each other, you could tell already that there was something incestual happening. Mm-hmm. And they just confirmed it. And we were, I mean, because it was no surprise. Once I found out, I was just like, oh, yeah, it makes it makes sense. And yeah. But you know what I love the most about this reveal? Because when Ship would dress up and pretend to be Lila, like he um, also put on like a, a a veil of like just rich white womanhood but it turns out that lila is actually that person like susan sarandon is like so hilarious because she's just so over the top with this she's she is like chip you see now that chip is embodying lila like not uh-huh. just i'm gonna put this this outfit on and look like her he took on her whole personality and it's insanity, right? Like, it's it's really the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, but like I said, you can tell early on that there's some inappropriate behavior with the brother and the aunt. Just by the way, well, we saw last time that the wife was like, oh, is she just your sister? Mm-hmm. Is she? And now when, she, when they're talking to each other, Lila's kind of like, she was singing a song. What was it? She was like, kiss you all night long or something. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a lullaby, wasn't it? Like it was. Yes. It was yes. like it was like rockabye baby or something of that nature, and she made it into a Game of Thrones. I love my brother song. Yeah. It was so weird. Okay, whatever. Um, the three friends that Dory have are idiots. They are, they, but just like. <laughs> Even with all the good they've done, even with the the things they've learned about themselves, the revelations they've made, like it's we have to establish and make it known that they are idiots. All three of them. They really, really are. Like they're nuts. Okay. So wanna make sure I get that out there. And they call Mark to ask him, where's Dory? So of course Mark and Elliot are playing this game that they play because they they belong together. Like it's just they they do. Mark has this obsession with Elliot that he can't get past, and Elliot does not want Mark until Mark moves on to somebody else. It's a game mm-hmm. they're gonna play forever, and I've just accepted it. Anyway, they find out what Dory is, and Lila also knows. And when she gets there, 
she realizes that there's a woman in the deep freezer. Now, normal people would see a person in their deep freezer and freak out. Like, oh my God, there is a person in my deep freezer. Lila was like, oh man, Chip must have killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, to, to, to us, it would be alarming. But to her, it, it's a mild inconvenience. Like, oh shoot, there goes Chip again. Yeah, oh, go Chip. Oh, <laughs> look at Chip. Just just Chip. Okay, so Portia, um, Portia gets gets worse every episode, right? Like better, she's already better, like better. Portia gets better. Okay, Portia gets better because <laughs> look, look, hold on. I got I got to talk about this one. Portia <laughs> made the video. And she she was like, you know, she did the, basically the Instagram post announcing that she was Dory. And then immediately after she gets a call because she's apparently been recast by Selena Gomez. And it's, and it's, you can tell in the video, the desperation, because she keeps saying, um, yeah, this, so this is my official, um, video saying that I am, have been cast as Dory in, in, what's the name of the movie? The, whatever. They, it's like sa- Savage, the Dory Seep story. That's what it's Savage, yeah. So I'm kind of like, okay, this is weird. So of course, Dory puts the wig on that she's using to play, I mean, I'm sorry, Portia puts the wig on that she's using to look like Dory. And of course it gets stuck. Okay. So now the title starts to come full circle, uh, full circle, infinite loop, all of that. Boom. Uh, you know, every now and then it, it peaks up. Okay, so <laughs> stay, stick with me, people, because this this needs to be explained. Chip took Dory to an ice cream parlor. The girl at the ice cream parlor paid no attention to them, like not enough attention to realize that Chip was a boy. It's it was it's clearly obvious that Chip. Is a boy now. Chip could be trans. Chip, Chip could have just been in drag, whatever. So if she didn't make a big deal about it, that's fine. But it should have been very clear <laughs> that Chip <laughs> was in a wig, right? Fine. The girl didn't pay any attention because she probably don't want to be there. She's in Babyfoot, Massachusetts, at an ice cream parlor. Okay, keep that in mind. All right, Dory um, was there. She saw Dory, but she saw Dory with a blonde wig. Didn't really think about it. No big deal. All right. Portia, Drew, and Elliot go to said ice cream parlor and ask the girl, have you seen my friend? She's like, oh, yeah, I saw her. She was with a lady with red hair and a gray streak. All right. No big deal. They leave. Lila comes to the ice cream parlor (laughs) and says, have you seen this girl? Shows her a picture of Dory, and the girl's like, yeah, the one that was with you when you came. Yes, yes. No, I'm sorry. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. It was. Like, no. that Because, like you said, they look nothing alike. Portia looks nothing like Dory. Like, Chip looks nothing like Lila. But but the ice cream girl's like, wait, why are you looking for someone you were just with? <laughs> she, she was just here with you, okay? So... Of course, Dory's, again, keep in mind, the Dory wig is stuck on Portia's head, okay? Mm-hmm. The kids, I say the, the trio, the trio leave, get in the car. While they're going to the car, Lila spots them and sees Dory because and of the thinks, head. And she thinks it's Dory. She thinks it's Dory. <laughs> Portia and the crew see Lila and say, oh my gosh, there's... Did they did at this point did they think it was Chip? Or did they just think that she had Dory? 
I can't no, remember I, if they realized it was Chip with the wig or what, but they said, oh my gosh, there's the lady, red yeah. wig, gray streak. Okay. They, <laughs> they're at a gas station. By the way, um, Lila has paid for all of the available gas at the gas station. All of it. She wants all of the gas. She's giving this man $2,000 and says, I want all of your gas. He's like, okay. So he gives it to her, right? So she's sitting, waiting to pull out of the gas station. The crew is waiting for her to pull out so they can follow her. Everybody's just sitting there. So they were like, okay, we'll just circle around. Here we go again. Uh We'll circle around and get behind her. When they pull out, though, Lila's like, yes, and starts to follow them. Now everybody's confused. They're like, why is she following us? This makes no sense. What's going on? Is she lost? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was Elliot. He's like, oh, cool. There's a roundabout. Let's just go into the roundabout and we'll follow her out of her exit. Cool. Lila doesn't realize that she needs to exit because she's following the people in the roundabout. So around and around we go in an infinite loop for good two minutes. Maybe. You know, it, it, it reminded me of like the slow speed chase from uh, from Knives Out. That's why it's so funny to be like. <laughs> it was really ridiculous. Like it's the most, one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Now, again, in hindsight, I think it's hilarious. I thought it was hilarious, but I was just so eager to get to the conclusion of what was going to happen with Dory that I'm like, oh my God, please. Okay. Much like um, Joseph Gordon Levitt, you were ready to close out the loop. Please, please, <laughs> please. Okay, <laughs> enough. Um, so the, they're they're going around, and it is hilarious because Portia's like, "What is wrong with her? Is she lost? Is she what's going on?" Lila's saying the same thing. What are they doing? Why are they just going around in circles or whatever? Portia, does she have dementia or something? What are we doing? So around and around they go. And then out of, I guess, happenstance or luck or whatever else, there's an accident. Bam. Who do they hit, Ronnie? (laughs) Well, not them. Lila. So, so yeah, there's a collision between Lila and the gang. But across the street, they notice Dory and Chip in the car. So Of all things. So, so of course, (laughs) Portia... It's like, what, what do what do we do? What do we do? The Ellie is like, yeah, maybe we should take out, take off after her and like go chase her. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, what do we do? What, what do, do we do? do? We... What do we do? Why why would you do anything else, Portia? Your whole objective <laughs> was, to, was to find Dory. Why are you asking what do we do? She, y'all, Portia's an idiot. Okay. She, she, she really is. Okay. So Dory takes off. She is she is gone. She is just running and she is trying to get away because at this point she's still brainwashed. Like she's legit. Chip has legit legitimately brainwashed her and she's succumbed to it because she wants to be. Like we need to make that clear. This isn't something that that like took a lot of effort because Dory is finally getting to the point where she's done being the smug pretty girl from the mugshots and realizes that she's pretty much a horrible person that she doesn't want to be. So um, Dory's running away. Chip and Lila are in the car talking to each other. And Chip is having a freaking breakdown. He's just like, oh my God, 
Yeah, Stephanie's gone. I think he's still calling her Stephanie at this point. Yeah, he's still calling her Stephanie. No, Stephanie. And I can't remember what happened, but this is when Lila was like, that's not the way to talk to your mother or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so she like, let it slip then. <laughs> and Chip was like, wait, what? And she starts talking about this candy bar that Dory mentioned before. And she said, there was a candy bar we made that had a hole in it. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that while you were eating the candy bar, I was eating the hole. And in a way, we were eating the candy bar because, because Because, D, D, it would make no sense to cut the candy bar in half. You must cut a hole through the candy bar. Through it to, to ensure that I was eating yes. the exact candy bar that you were eating. Because exactly. that's how candy bars work. Right. Mass exactly. production candy bars. <laughs> but but that, that's that's what she, you know, that's, that's what she did. So um, they finally get Dory and they get her in a hotel and they tie her to the bed, like like by quarters. Like, you know, they, they hold her like she's freaking, uh, what's her face from Mr. Robot, you know, tying her to the bed. Too, too, too soon, too soon. Sorry. And, <laughs> and she's screaming her head off like she is going nuts she's like a wild animal she really is and they are trying to get to her and Portia's like Dory it's me it's me you're my best friend listen it's me I'm like Portia please this is making it worse so they're just like forget it and Portia just got to the point where she's like I'm not dealing with this anymore and she leave they leave her in the room Drew comes back and he's like, I think I can get through to her. So he's talking to her and he's like, you know, I love you. You love me. We're, we're, you'll always be a part of me and blah, 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 blah. And she spits in his face. Look, Dory even, even if it's fictional, spitting in someone's face is still tough for me. Still Ooh. tough for me to watch. <laughs> even if it's fictional. Dory spit in Drew's face and I thought, oh, my goodness. Of all the things, of all the people who could have spit in his face, like this is a literal Spit in the face. After all that we've done for you, you spit in my face. So he covers the mouth back up and they go and they do this triple cuddle, which was wildly weird, but but it makes sense for them. Like it, Drew, it, it, Drew it, is the tallest one in, of the group. Like Drew is easily 6'3". He's spooned. But he's, he's a little spooned. <laughs> about the tiniest person of the crew because, you know. So they make a spoon sandwich, Okay. It's not, it sounds weird, but I, I promise you, because you know them, it didn't seem, it weirdly, it didn't seem inappropriate at all. It seemed I mean, they like, kissed at the beginning of the season. Right. So, they all yeah. three, there was, there was a, such a weird <laughs> mouth push, but whatever. And Drew says, I think we lost her. And that kind of wraps up the first episode. Now, I want to say, let's marinate on this for a second, because the second, this next episode is Chantal, and I just, I, yeah. Anyway, so so before before, before we move on, I, I wanted to end up. I wanted to do this at the. Oh, I thought you had like a. I thought you had like a bottle of like Ace of Spades opening up. I was about to say, look. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I didn't know we were at that level yet, but that DJ, bad, yeah. D, D just unscrewed a, a gold bottle, but it happens to be a water bottle. I was I was deceived, but at the end of each episode, I want to ask you like your favorite moment. Of the of the episode, like if you could boil it down to maybe like one joke or one moment of the episode. So let's start with this one, episode seven. What's your favorite moment of this episode? Um, my favorite now now that I look back, even though it was dumb, 
the the roundabout is easily the best part of the episode. Mm-hmm. Like it is. It was because <laughs> it's so dumb. Between that and the girl at the ice cream shop not knowing the difference between Chip and Lila, it's just perfect because it's just like Chip's really not that good at what he's done. How can you not? How how could you? Oh oh, I forgot to mention Mark when he was like. Um, Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. She did say at some point, you know, she started screaming, I'm not Dory. I'm not Dory. I'm like, <laughs> Mark, that's some information that Important they need information. to know. Yeah. So, but my, to answer your question, it's definitely a roundabout when they were just, you know, I guess from the, po- the point at the gas station to the accident, that's probably the best part of the episode. Because it's so ridiculous, but they made it work. So, so my, um, so basically my favorite episode is when Excuse me, favorite moment of the episode is when <sighs> it's when Portia makes that video. <laughs> because I, I don't think you know how good um John Earl the actor John Early is with his facial expressions. Like he's such a great comedic actor. So at the end of that video, he was like, were you supposed to do that? Yeah. And like, it's like just a, such a simple line, but the way he delivers it is hilarious. And I like fell out laughing because the entire time he's making these facial expressions, he's like, so were you supposed to do that? It is Because a, it's terrible. And it's funny too, like you said, not only that, it's because the video itself was terrible. There was so mm-hmm. much desperation in it that he could tell like this. I'm trying to be with you, Portia, but. Nah. I know you're right. That was a good part because she was like determined to keep this role, although we all knew that she was not right for it, mainly because she's Portia. Yeah. And you're you're not Dory. You're nowhere near Dory. You're way too close to Dory to play Dory, especially in the way she wants you to play her. So this is the weirdest thing ever. I don't know. Um, it, it would be very much like if the real Colonel Sanders played Colonel Sanders in that Lifetime KFC movie. Like, no, you need Mario Lopez because it's so ridiculous that you can't have the real Colonel Sanders in that movie because he's dead mostly. But also because it, it's just ridiculous. Like, it, it's not what Portia, like, Portia was trying to be serious and bring, like, some depth to the character, but it's not. it's not that. It's because she does love her friends. That's, I think that's the most weird thing out of the whole thing. They do love each other. They're just so incredibly selfish that they they show it in a weird way, which mm-hmm. works because all of them know that they are all incredibly selfish, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it works. I don't know. Weirdos. But yeah, so, uh, seven, seven was a good episode, I will say. I'll probably watch that one again just so I could laugh. Except the end because Dory doing all that screaming was, yeah. it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. So speaking of Portia, we we often, I think we mislabel her because to me she's just a a valley girl. You know who is the real idiot of the episode? I mean, not of the episode of the show. Who's the real idiot of the show? Chantal. Chantal. Chantal <laughs> easily. So we're now rolling to episode eight, which is entitled "The Imposter," and the opening scene of this episode i'll just go ahead and give you my answer this is this is this is my favorite moment of the episode because it's just like (laughs) sorry i'm sorry y'all i don't even have words because like 
the lawyer handed her a paper and she was like, I'm going to have to look over this with my lawyer. And he like just he's like it's like, fuck you, I am a lawyer. I think that was my that that part right there was my was my favorite part. Because she was so serious. She's like, I think I need to look over this with my lawyer. Like, what? He's, what? And not only that. The paperwork was to get her dumbass out of prison. Out of prison. You give me some. I'm in prison. You give me some paper. I'm gonna be like, okay, where do I sign? Like, what can be worse than prison? <laughs> what's what's worse than prison? Mm. Okay. Speaking of, did I miss something, or did we know she was in prison? I didn't remember her being in prison. No, we knew it was happening because they basically used her for like some offshore accounts. <laughs> that's, okay, so, that's what it was. It was the it was the marketing thing, right? She, exactly. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, I so we knew. Okay. So we knew she was she was probably heading to like club fed. <laughs> I have forgotten all about. There's so many things have happened. I forgot Chantal's storyline. Like it, it was, yeah, it was a lot. So she, you're right. She wants so bad to be um, successful. In whatever way that she fell mm-hmm. for this, uh, it's almost a pun. Was it a Ponzi scheme, or basically, were they just yeah, using yeah. her so to just dump the it, money? So it, a shell, basically a shell company, was pumping money into her foundation because they just needed to to clean some money. But the feds realized, like, hey, do you know about this and that? And she's like, she's like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's totally cool. It's totally legal. And they're like, but it's not, though. And now she's in prison. And her lawyer basically said, there's so many words because you were so stupid and didn't realize what was going on. You can actually get off because of this. So, so now Chantal is still free, but because she has like cred in prison, she actually doesn't want to leave, which is, the most Chantal thing. No, 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 no. Running. She doesn't want to leave because it is comfortable in prison. She the, the asked, mattress is good. The food is good. <laughs> she asked them because she asked what type of mattress they had before she left. And I think that needs, like, we need to make sure that's not lost on people because this means she's living. She's in prison, yes. But is she really? I mean, is she really? Outside yeah. of not having her freedom, it's not the prison that we would think of. I think of prison as, you know, Oz and the Night of. I don't think Ooh, of Oz. Ooh. Yeah, I've never watched Oz, but I just know how I think I watched one episode of Oz. And yeah. That was enough for me. So that's what I think of prison. I don't think of Club Fed. You know? Yeah, she she's basically in Club Fed. She um, is. And she was also discussing how delicious the food was. Okay. This girl is legit dumb. Like I need I need y'all to understand. She is she is dumb. Like like, I think she might have some sort of mental, like, legit mental problem. She's that dumb. She um, goes home, and now the Witherbottoms, which is her family, they are poor. And her sister is pissed. Like, pissed. Because she's trying to explain. Chantal goes home, and she's ex- she's complaining the whole time, by the way. About the living conditions. Oh, my God. I can't believe I had better food in prison (laughs) than I did here. And her sister is saying, we're poor because of you. We had to spend all our money on your legal fees. We are in this situation because of you. So for you to complain, is just another slap in the face. Chantal is so dumb and so full of herself and so oblivious to everything else. She hears none of this. So much so that when she takes a shower, she comes outside and complains about the food. 
So her brother-in-law is telling her, well, you know, all of us have to chip in. Your sister's doing this. Your mom's doing this. Your dad can't work. I am trying to get inspired. And he's being inspired by taking a whole lot of LSD. Well, sorry. He, he's small he's, he's microdosing. He's yeah. microdosing. That's yeah. what it was. You're right. He he made sure to say that clearly. He is microdosing LSD though. All right. That's acid, right? Isn't it the same thing? Yeah. It, it's it's a it's a it's a it has the same effects. Yeah. Yeah. It has the same effects. Okay. So Chantal, because she's so dumb, wakes up, goes into the bathroom, and finds her brother's pill bottle full of ideas. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> which are his properly um properly distributed microdoses of LSD mm-hmm. and Chantal takes all of them because she's an idiot. I need yes. to make it clear she is an idiot. She yes. goes on a trip and and by trip of course I mean a drug induced trip. A, a trip of the metaphysical, not right. Physical. She didn't go into <laughs> the metaphysical, exactly. And gets an idea. She's aspired to write. She's surrounded by all of these scholars who are selling her. Hold, hold on, hold on. I gotta say this. I gotta say this. I gotta say this. So I'm 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 gonna try to off the top of my head go through who was at the table, but I'm gonna leave Please one. Do. So we have Maya Angelou, we have Sylvia Plath. We have um, um, Scott F. Scott Fitzgerald. We have, I'm leaving out one, but anyway, I'm going to get to the most important part. We have Shakespeare too, but I'm going to get to the most important part. R.L. Stein, who she says, I, but I thought you Fear Street and Goosebumps, R.L. Stein. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fear yeah. Street and Goosebumps, R.L. Stein. Yeah. Him. And, and it's so funny to me because every five years I play the game where I'm like, wait, R.L. Stein is still alive? Because I thought he was dead. Like, I, I think that every five years, like, for some reason, something pops in my mind like, hey, is R.L. Stein actually alive? But he he is. So that was indeed R.L. Stein sitting, <laughs> sitting at the table. The very alive R.L. Stein? Yes. Yeah, okay. Amongst all of the others you mentioned? Yes, yes. Okay, the, the, the daily departed rest of them? Okay. Yes. And again, these writers are not unintentionally putting all this stuff in there. So we have to give them kudos because that's a very, a very, very cool thing to put in there. Just like I, for some reason, thought Louis Anderson was dead. So every time I see him on TV, I'm like, oh, wow. Why did I think he had died? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's Bobcat. I, I think my brain mixed them up. But anyway. Mm-hmm. So Chantal writes, and you see her sitting down because she's drinking this wine that Maya gave. Miss Angelou gave her the wine, right? Yes. And we we see that she's actually drinking water from a flower pot or a vase. <clears throat> and she's inspired to write her like life story or something. So she writes this, and it is you know she's on a trip. Like keep that in mind. So every time I've seen on television, I've never seen anybody on a trip like that. I just want to make that clear. So I don't know what it's like, but every time I've seen it depicted on screen, people are like feverishly writing all this stuff and they think they're on a roll. And then the next day they're like, what is this? Like, what, what did I write? But she didn't do that. She was just like, I have written a masterpiece. She takes it to the editor. That was the same editor that Elliot had, right? Or a publisher Correct. or whoever Correct. it was. And she, now keep in mind, y'all, I want y'all to remember this. 
the person who knew that Elliot was lying about having cancer didn't even want Chantal's book. Did not want Chantal's book. She, she <laughs> were like, like, "Look, this this book, I like I can't even call it a book. It's so bad. <laughs> it's like, like that's I'm, how bad it is. I'm begging you to never write anything again. Never write again. <laughs> that's how bad it was. <laughs> and then Chantal goes to the roof and throws her leather bound book off of said roof, and it hits Elliot's co star. I had completely forgotten. Look, 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 let me interject because, like, I, I was like, this episode is ridiculous. I was still enjoying it on a certain level, but I was kind of like, what the hell is the point? Until she threw the book off the roof and it hit <laughs> fake Tommy Lauren. And it I was like, Charlie. oh my. <laughs> Her name is Charlie. See, Tommy Charlie, it, it, it's no question on who she's supposed to be. Her name exactly. is Charlie. I mean, she's mm-hmm. a, yeah, a it's Charlie. It's Charlie. So she hits Charlie, and I I had completely forgotten that Charlie got hit with that book. Like it 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 wasn't even on my radar. And I love when that happens. When it comes back around like that, I mm-hmm. love it because honestly, I have completely forgotten about Charlie. And this author, or this is another public. No, she's a talk so talk show host. But who's that supposed to be? <laughs> like it's it's be? very it's very it's very obvious. Though. She's supposed to be Oprah. I mean, she got a she's book club. She is supposed to be Oprah. She is supposed to be Oprah. Yes. <laughs> a book club, right? Yes. So so fake Oprah finds this book and she reads and she's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And I'm thinking, what? Why are they making but, but fake no, Oprah dumb? But no, here's here's the thing. It's 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 awesome for a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your twist. I'm thinking, why on earth would fake Oprah be reading this after the other girl just said it's trash? Like the person who wants trash novels is saying this isn't even good enough to be one of my trash novels. But then we realized fake Oprah's like a 10-year-old. Because what was it called? Imperfect 10? <laughs> yes, Imperfect 10. Imperfect 10. So she thinks that means I'm an imperfect 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. And she calls and she gets her on the phone. She's like, oh, my God, I've got to find who wrote this book. She puts up flyers. And the funniest thing happens because Chantal sees a picture, a flyer that says Dory is missing. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, this we're about to go back full circle. She's going to join a search party, blah, 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 blah. Chantal takes the flyer down and then sees that somebody is looking for the author of the book. Completely forgets about Dory. Completely. Doesn't even think about her again. And she, she finds out that um, the lady, I can't remember what her name was, but fake Oprah is looking for the 10-year-old who wrote the book. Did I mention Chantal's an idiot? Yes, she is an she is an idiot. So she also, calls. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Because this just this just popped in my mind because I didn't actually like write my notes down because you know like like you know like Jay Z his prime I don't even write but mm-hmm. little but, but, but no, I, I wanted to point out that um it, that was a minor moment, but it's also a very important moment for like the just the the trajectory of the show and also Chantal's character. Chantal like is an idiot, but she's also so self-centered that she didn't even notice a missing, like a missing um bulletin for Dory. She instantly just rips it down. But Dory saw that of Chantal and that became her entire identity. So it just it just goes to show you that Chantal is like looking for something like within and Dory is like looking for something like in, in the outside world to like give her purpose. But but Chantal is trying to find her purpose from within because she's just like, nah, like this is my book. So let me reach out and tell them I wrote it. And and good it's good that you point that out because 
it is it's like a thing where it's this I don't know if it's meant to be this deep, right? Like it's company, but I can't I can't imagine it's it's written like this for not. Just like you said, Chantal is so consumed with herself that she thinks her contribution to the world is something that she does. Like something that she individually contributes. Mm-hmm. Dory is looking for something to add to the world, even if it doesn't give her necessarily, I guess, praise or adoration. And in that situation, Dory is the one who commits, who who actually does the opposite because she commits crimes that take people away from the world. Mm-hmm. She's killed two people. Chantal's just dumb. Right, like she's just an idiot, but but Dory's obsession has turned her into a completely different person and a murderer, which is you know crazy in itself. All right, so <laughs> Chantal decides that she's just gonna go with it, and she's going to go to this latest TV show, even though she's supposed to be a ten year old. She didn't even fake it. Like I thought she was gonna find a ten year old and give her some stuff to feed, you know feed her the stuff. But again, she's so selfish and self-centered that she's like, no, I'm doing it. She goes on the show and fake Oprah is livid. And she's like, what are you doing? You're you're a 10-year-old. Dory's watching the show, like by happenstance. And fake Oprah is like, what are you doing? What what are you? Who are you? And Chantal says, honestly, myself. And Dory's brain clicks and all of the memories flood back in which is good because i don't want dory to forget what she's done i want her to remember and i know that may not be you know ideal for her but she needs to atone right for for Mm -hmm. what she's done all of it comes back it floods back into her and then she starts screaming like a crazy person again once again like i said and again this is full circle because the reason She's not the reason, but she kind of is. The reason that Dory's in the situation she is is because of Chantal. Chantal wasn't even kidnapped. She mm-hmm. ran away because she wanted attention, and she got it. And it brought Dory back around full circle because Chantal, once again, wanted attention and got it. And see, this is what, what I'm talking about with like the sneaky gear writing, because how often do you watch a show where a new episode is just like, basically an addition to the story, just one more page in the story, just moving the story forward. But it, like you said, we had two callbacks in this episode to something that we totally forgot about, but were like pivotal moments in the show. And to me, that's a sneaky good moment because that simple line, honestly, myself, like which was a, a throwaway line in the first season is now important again, because it brings Dory back and she's like, Oh shoot. Like, this this is what happened. So so yeah, like once again, like underneath like all of these jokes and just the absurdity of it all, like it's a it's a really well written show. Like it like cause that's just good storytelling. Yeah, because the thing that Dory remembered, that quote was so good for her because Dory asked her, What are you running from? <laughs> and she says, honestly, myself. Um, now, that was the end of that episode. It only gets weirder from here, kids. Like it. Oh yeah, yeah. I I look. It's about to I get weird, ex- Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am personally, I am excited to talk about this next episode because. Okay. So you want to go ahead and. So this is episode nine, entitled "The Inferno." They're still in Babyfoot. They decide to eat 
Dory asked for ice cream, <laughs> of all things. She gets Neapolitan. It's not the same. Like, they say that it's not the same. Um, it's, I can't remember what made me say this, but Drew was the only semi-normal person now. Because I think this was at a point where they were kind of talking about what they should do. Mm-hmm. Or what they have done, and and Drew was kind of like the only one taking accountability for all that has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, they let Dory go away though, which is again why I continue to say this group of people are idiots, right? Dory has just been traumatized. She's been brainwashed. You know that her memories are back. She's having this mental breakdown, like she really is, and she's just like. What what gives you purpose? She's asking all her friends, what what makes you who you are? What what makes you get up in the morning? Why are you the way you are? And I think that's something a lot of us ask ourselves. I know I did. Like I there was a point where I was just like, why am I here? Like mm-hmm. I think because the best thing I've seen, the good place, there was an episode where they were talking and the character says the difference between, you know, the thing about humans is that we all know we're going to die. So we're always a little sad. And I think because of that, when, when that comes up, you know, the thoughts of mortality and all of it, you start to think, well, why am I here? If I'm just going to die, what am I supposed to do while I'm here? What, what is even the Mm -hmm. point? Yeah. And I think that's what Dory's kind of doing now because she's just living this life. She's just living a life. It's not a great life. It's not a bad life. It's just life. And she feels like there's supposed to be something else she's doing. And instead of her being honest with herself and taking what Julian said, which is the truth, the fact that she's just bored, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's taking it as, oh, no, it means I'm supposed to be doing something great for humanity or 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 something without taking into account that she's still actually doing it for herself. All the things she's done so far have still been for herself. She didn't really want to find Chantal because she was looking for her. She wanted to find her because wouldn't it be cool to find a missing girl? You know? Yeah, to, and, honest, and to, me, and to me, this this entire story has been a, a cautionary tale. Like, once again, like, this show came out when I was the same age as the characters are now. So I can't, like, I, I really felt it because I was at that time in my life. But it's it's a cautionary tale that sometimes, like, your the calling to your life isn't anything that's meant to be spectacular. So you, you got to be careful when you're trying to, you know, look for those things because next thing you know, you're putting a body in a zebra print, um, in a zebra print suitcase, suitcase and, and, you know, dumping the body in Canada. So you got to watch out for that. And pushing a woman off a ferry. Like, don't forget about April. Everybody forgets April. I'm not going to forget April again. (laughs) But Dory's feeling remorse. Like, she's finally at a point where she's like, I don't don't know if I want to be who I am. Right? So she's gone from being this person who didn't like herself to being a worse version of herself that she doesn't like either. So now she's just kind of like, oh, my God, maybe I just don't like Dory. Like, maybe I just don't like me. Like, I, I just don't like who I am in, in whatever I do, in what version. And we see later that she thinks that there are four versions of her. But she don't like any of them. Okay? So, again, Elliot, Portia, and Drew are idiots. I want to make sure I keep saying that. And they let Dory go away to the bathroom, and she drives off. Okay? Yes, Ronnie, it's time to talk about it. 
Drew keeps getting phone calls from his brother. They're like, where are you? And he's like, why are you obsessed with where I am? I told you where I am. I'm at a store in Babyfoot, Massachusetts. Why Why are you calling me? Like, what is, mm-hmm. why are you checking me so hard? Mm-hmm. Elliot says, wasn't the car like right there? Wasn't the park right there? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Elliot, you know the fucking car. What's right there? It's gone. They go outside <laughs> and uh-huh. we see Drew's brother. And I'm like, no, no, no. And as soon, I kid you not, running, as soon as they started singing, I said, Cindy's ass is uh-huh. somewhere uh-huh. around here. Uh-huh. So his family pretty much does a flash mob and they are singing when you know, you know. Oh, you know, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know. I'm like, wait a minute. No, this can't be what's about to happen. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And it happened. Cindy's ass. <laughs> Comes out. Now, I don't know what Cindy's has other than the sweet Disney charm. Because, of course, Mary Maryland is Disneyland, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's very clearly Disneyland. She's supposed to be like <laughs> Cinderella. Like Cinderella. <laughs> she's Cindy, right? She's got to yeah, be Cinderella. Exactly. She comes out and she's singing. And her Drew's family is like ecstatic. And she sings and then she asks Drew to marry her. And I thought again... This baby killing lady is nuts. Like she's crazy. Insane. She's crazy. And I'm and once we get to it, I'll tell you, but I, I had a thought about that too. Okay, so Cindy's insane. And my thought was, you better not say yes, Andrew. You better not. So I was worried for a second. The craziest part about the whole situation, though, was that Portia, who has never met this person, was like, say yes. <laughs> Say yes, Truby. Truby, I'm like, you don't even know this person. You, What is wrong with you, Portia? So, yeah, Cindy's insane. Drew is like, no, and he, like, pretty much runs away. Like, they just run away. He, he finally says, oh, no, sorry. Cindy turns around and says, he said yes. I said, no, he, no, no, he, didn't. he, no, he didn't. Cindy. No, he didn't. He no, actually he didn't. pretty much said no. And then he just flat out says no. Like, no, 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 no. And she's freaking out. So he leaves her and the kids just like walk away. And they're walking away. And Drew, I mean, and Portia and Elliot are trying to like figure out what just happened. And they were like, well, do you live in Mary Maryland? And <laughs> <laughs> like, did you live stuff. in a staff apartment? Right. In Mary- like, I asked you to stop going through my stuff, you know. And they just kind of figured it out. And then Drew has this breakdown. About how he can't get, like he can't let her go. He loves Dory. He's always going to be attached to her. And I don't know what's going on because Cindy's just so nice. And I'm like, what? Are we talking about the same Cindy? The Cindy I mean, that was. I mean, Cindy is nice, but nice in a way know, that. Like, like she's kind of yeah, exactly, psycho, right? exactly. No, she is. She she's is, but she's still of, nice. She's kind of like she is nice, but she's kind of psycho. So. We figure out why um, Auntie Mama Lila bought all the gasoline because Chip points out some teenagers. And the next thing we see is Lila saying, did you cover the whole thing every inch with gasoline? And we realize now that she's about to Mm -hmm. burn down the house. Mm -hmm. Um, Dory has made her way back to the house because she got to Chip. Chip is freaked out. Like he's scared at this point. So he's running away from her. And, you know, Dory's like, no, 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 calm down. I just want you to do the same thing because I just want to be Stephanie. I don't want to be Dory. I want to be, you know, me. And I want I want to go back to where I was. 
And Chip is like, really? I thought he was about to freak out because he he's obsessed with Dory, like the serial mm-hmm. killing Dory. But in actuality, Chip is upset because he's like, I had one friend. Like, all I wanted was one friend. And you're so selfish that none of this has anything to do with me. You're still just thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but yeah, Chip, that's... And, you know, Dory's just like, well, yeah, if you get what I want, then I get what... Then you get what you want. It works out great. So I think he kind of like was like, okay, that could work. They start to go upstairs. And Lila's standing at the top of the stairs where the, the key code is. And, you know, he's like, she's like, let's go. And Chip's like, can can Stephanie come too? I think he said Stephanie again at this point. Can Dory come or Stephanie come? One of them. And she's like, well, yeah, of course. And I said, nah, Dory's nope. not going to make it. Dory's nope. not going to make it. And as she's walking up the stairs, Lila stops her and kicks her down the stairs. So I'm like, oh, my God, Dory's going to die. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you see her stuck in the house. But all of the people, like everybody starts having these self-revelations about who they are. You know, Drew is like, I can't get over Dory. Portia's talking about like, you know, all of them pretty much saying they're selfish and having these real um, revelations about what type of people they are. And then. The house is the house is burning. Dory realizes that she's gonna die. Like in her mind, she's just like, "I'm gonna die." So we see a flashback, and Ronnie, mm-hmm. <sighs> Dory was in the trunk, mm-hmm. realized she was being kidnapped, got out mm-hmm. of the trunk, mm-hmm. and got her ass back in back the trunk. In the trunk. Okay, now. <laughs> okay, so, so 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 here 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 are my thoughts. I think at that point Dory wanted in some way but but it's but it's weird though. Okay, so this is the weird part. Like in some way she wanted to be punished for her crimes. But she's so self-centered that she wanted to choose her punishment. Like, because she did all of that in front of the jury to get off from the trial, but mm-hmm. she still felt she wanted to be punished, but it was only by her terms. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. And, but my problem is a part of me also is thinking it's going again full circle. Because remember, at one point, she said, I thought when I saw her picture and she was missing, I thought, would somebody look for me? Mm-hmm. If I were. So exactly. I think that's another reason why she got in there to see if exactly, anybody would come yeah. look for her. And then when she was down there for what, three months, she started to think, oh my God, mm-hmm. what have I done? You know? So I it was just a lot because she she said at the table, I made all these things happen. And I was like, oh, okay, you you most of it, but but then once I realized she got back in the trunk, I was like, no, you made all you are the reason. Everything that has happened, happened. It was all you. All of it. It was all you from Drew and the obelisk to like everything that happened. It was because you decided one day that you wanted to get obsessed with Chantal because you were bored. Mm-hmm. The power. So so question in the comment. Actually, two questions in the comment. <clears throat> I guess I'll get my comment out the way first. There's a throwaway moment in this episode that is very, very, very important. And I'm not going to bring it up until we finish this episode. But this it's a throwaway moment. 
No, 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 no. I'm talking about until we finish like this oh, episode, this episode that, that okay. we're recording. Exactly. So there's a throwaway moment that I'm going to bring back around and I don't see it in your notes. So I feel like when I mention it, you're going to be like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. So my two questions. Um, first question. Did you really think this show was going to go for it? Like, did you think Dory was was dead, like at this moment, was dying or dead at this moment? At this moment? No. No, I thought that was going to be like smoke inhalation or whatever, but I thought mm. she would be saved. This is the end. You talking about the end of the episode, right? Right. The, yeah. the end of this episode. Now, right? I thought I thought all of those things were happening. I didn't think it was like a dream sequence. And mm. I thought she was literally in there thinking she was about to die. But I did not think that they were going to literally kill. Like, I thought somebody was going to come at the last minute. Because I heard, I remembered the sirens. So I knew mm. that the fire department was on the way. I figured they'd get there in time. What about you? To, to me, I... I thought it was pretty bold to to even like attempt that, you know, like to even step out and and, and try that because she is like she's the focal point of the show. She's very much the main character, so to even you know toy with that, I was like, okay, the, the show is like stepping up. But um, there was a part of me I was like, nah, we got one episode left. There's no way she's dead. And um, and before before we get into that, um, what's your favorite moment of the episode? Of that one. I honestly uh-huh. think the fa- my favorite, even though I can't remember the conversations they were having, when they finally just stopped and admitted who they really are, mm-hmm. because it's it's refreshing when you know that bad people and not every not every bad person is inherently evil. You know what I mean? Like you can be mm-hmm. a bad person without being evil. They're bad people because they don't care about anybody but themselves. Selfishness in that capacity is bad. So the fact that they all know what type of people they are um, and them saying it out loud made me happy because it's like, okay, so, I mean, these people, they know. It's not like a thing where they just really don't understand that they're hurting people or all of these things. They know. They just, that's selfish. So I Mm -hmm. like the part, I like the fact that they were able to say, don't, don't pretend that I'm anything other than what I am or however you feel about me because that's who I am and of course the 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 um the uh, flash mob because it was just ridiculous yeah the flash mob is is easily my like that's like a that might be like a top five moment of the show for me because I was just like what the hell I actually had to stop the episode and restart that because I was like what the hell am I watching <laughs> I even D, I even texted you. I was like, what the hell is this song? I was like, I told you. <laughs> when the, look, when the, when, the, when the rooster hopped out, I was like, nah, I'm done. I'm done. Listen, they had very little time to get it all together. And Cindy pulled that thing right, she, right she together. She pulled it together. She pulled it together. Pulled that thing. Mary Maryland is serious, I see, about what they do. Because she pulled it together. Yes. Okay. But going, but going back to the question about whether or not um, we felt the show was about to take it there and, and kill off Dory. Let's go into the final episode entitled "The Shadows," and and that has an actual, like, an actually like a very profound meaning that we'll get to later. But episode ten, the finale, "The Shadows." And I'm gonna ask you a question: At what point did you say, like, okay, this isn't? a dream sequence maybe dory actually is dead because we start off with her the smoke and the fire but then we we get a funeral so at what point like did you start to think like okay maybe this is real 
Okay. So when we saw her walking, like we saw her standing, I was like, oh, okay, she's five, right? You know, because she's mm-hmm. standing and she's got a coat. But then she's walking in, I see her parents, and I was like, wait a minute, what is? And then I saw a picture in her funeral. I'm like, wait, Dora's dead? So I'm thinking, oh, okay, she's just, she's at the hospital. Like they're going to show the funeral and then she's going to be in the hospital and just imagining it all, right? When I saw Julian, that's when I was like, oh, wait, she might really be dead. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it honestly, when I saw Julian, I'm like, oh, no, nah, this this might be legit because. Also, also, interjection is very clear that Julian has now secured the bag. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, like, yes. One, like, my man has the, like, the, the ascot on. And, and, and then he with his legs crossed <laughs> yes. ever so slightly, you know, with the, with the, with that, with that swag of, of, uh, of I never cash. have to work again swag, yes. Yeah, yeah. He I got never that, have to know? work again, yes. Okay, so, like, Portia, again, gets worse every episode. Uh-huh. Every single one. And it's funny because when I saw the picture of her, of, of Dory, like the mosaic with the flowers and stuff, I was like, that kind of looks like Portia. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And maybe I've just gotten used to Portia with the wig on, but it's weird. It looks like Portia. But Portia gave this speech. And after her speech, she stood there and said, are you not going to clap? I said, oh, my <laughs> God. Like, what in the I'm, world? I, I'm, I'm the actor of the group. Yeah, so I'll go first. I said, okay, yeah, this is getting ridiculous. Like, even at the funeral, but everybody showed their true colors. And then Elliot got up and made everybody curse. They made, like, made people curse themselves out or like, <laughs> talk shit about the person. It looks like you have a thin penis. Yeah. So like, now, now say that about yourself. <laughs> she was like, I have a thin penis. It's weird. So then Drew gets up and cries while playing his ukulele. And um, that's it. And I'm just like, this whole time, again, I'm like, this has to be fake, right? Like, what's going on? So different versions of Dory are coming into the funeral as it as it progresses. Like, the the um, head-shaved um, Dory was first. And then I think the... Was it the other Dory then? The, the, the so, killer Dory? The mugshot Dory? Or was it... So, so here's what we have. We have, like, episode one Dory, you know, like, Jean jacket Dory. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Dory that's in Drew sweater. Then we have mugshot mm-hmm. Dory. Then we have shaved head Dory. Okay. And I think all of those Dories are both like, I, I think those are both like very highlighted points of like Dory's story. So those are chosen like very carefully and they all mean something. Big time. Because like you said, it kind of, it goes in sequential order Um, from the from most recent because it got shaved head Dory and then sweater Dory, mm-hmm. then mugshot Dory and then jean jacket Dory all come in at the same time and it kind of shows how, where we were where we are and how do we get there. Mm-hmm. So um you know Julian <laughs> is, is there and he's pretty much you know offering to pay for the the um the funeral and he I mean the memorial service and he's just like you know my portfolio has done very well and I'm just willing to pay for I, the whole thing. I'm sh- I'm sure it has Julian. I'm sure your portfolio <laughs> sure is just like I'm sure I'm sure GameStop and AMC really really hit for you. And Doggy Cola, yeah, they did it. For <laughs> so um <laughs> Dory's old boss comes up. And she's like, I've never told anyone this, guys. Talking to Julian and um, Drew, who are Dory's ex-boyfriends. We want to make sure y'all understand who these people are. Mm-hmm. And she's like, there was one night I was at home and my mouth was slightly open and Dory tried to kiss me. 
And they were kind of like, uh, okay. okay. Like she says, has has Dory tried to kiss either of you? <laughs> and Julie was like, yeah, she she's kissed us both. Has yes. she tried to kiss us? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah. That kind of, yeah, yeah, she's she yeah. has. Yeah. She's like, okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't alone in this. I'm like, you're still very still. much alone in this situation. So um, it just showed me, again, that Dory was surrounded by insane people. And the only person I think that would would have made Dory different was Julian. And mm-hmm. I don't I, I can't say he would have saved her because it's clear that they didn't need to be together, right? Like it's obvious. But Dory is around people who um doesn't challenge her to be different than what she is. Yeah, Julian a, Julian wasn't an, an enabler. That's at all. The, yeah. Like he was the opposite. Sometimes he was just downright rude, which isn't good, but sometimes you need to hear like at the beginning of the of the series, I asked Ronnie. I said, "Is Julian just a jackass or is there a reason he speaks to Dory this way?" And you told me, "Give it a second." <laughs> and, and you'll you see. see why he speaks to her in that way and and I did because that's what she needed like Ju- she needed somebody that was going to call her on her shit and that's why she went to Julian she knew when she needed it and when she didn't have Julian anymore it kind of went berserk it, it did Um. so we see and it, it kind of made me like I said it shows that the whole company you keep it's legit. Like you surround people and you kind of become the company you keep or they become you. Yeah. You turn into each other. Um, so this, this clairvoyant, I guess, medium, is that what we can call him from the old cult? Yes. Yeah, he, he says he's, he's a clairvoyant and um, he used to ignore it, but now he started like tapping he into can't. it. And- like he just, it's just, it's just, it's calling him. But he finds Portia in the coat check and tells her, your birthday, May 18th? She's like, no. Nah. <laughs> not, some, not even, some clairvoyant you are. Not even close. Like, not only is that not my birthday, it's not even close. So he's like, well, okay, well, take with that what you want. But I just, yeah, I'm like, the messenger. Like, just, just, remember, just remember 518. I'm I was told message. to give it to you, and now you have it. <laughs> so the crew goes um, back to the apartment. And Portia's like, do you want to spend the night, Drewby? <laughs> she's just weird. She's, she's so sweet, but she's just so dumb. Like, I don't know. It's weird. And they find a box on the table with a note. And they have all been at the memorial together. I'm assuming like all day. And Elliot asked Portia, did you leave this box here? <laughs> <laughs> when was she? When, Elliot? Like, huh. You've been with her all day. You live together. You probably left the house together. You came back together. When did she have time to break off and come home and put a box on the table? They read the note and they find out that the box is from Chip. In it is a bag of Dory's hair, which Portia pulls out of the bag because she didn't know what it was. It's a clear Ziploc bag. It's very obvious it's Dory's hair. Very obvious. And she wants to donate it. Okay. Then... (laughs) They find the camcorder um, that is Dory's, that's giving Dory's confession from that first episode of this season. He's like, you know, if you want to know the truth, then here's the truth. Um, Chip is my best friend. And, you know, that that whole thing he made her do. 
And then they find um, there was something else. Oh, Drew's sweater was in there, right? Or no? No, Drew had mm-hmm. a sweater. What was the other thing in there? Drew had his sweater because that's how he figured out Dory didn't have it. I can't remember what the other thing was, but there was something else. Yeah. In there. But they all closed it back up because they were like, we can't do this. And they put it under the counter and they were like, that's it. So yeah, they start it, was the, it was the camcorder in there. Yeah. Yeah. They start reflecting and um, talking about how what Dory would be if she were alive and how her life would have played out. And they gave her this restaurant in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Seattle. She just decided to move to Seattle. And she met this guy. She's like, no offense, Drew. And he's like, no, it's, it's fine. That's right. a sommelier at her restaurant. And she invites them to the restaurant. And they all just live a happy life. And everything is fine. And for some reason, Portia remembered 518. Like, it just popped in her head. She's like, wait. She grabs the camcorder and skips to 518 where she finds a dying Dory who's giving a heartfelt message. You know, I love you guys. I want you to know that, you know, you may never see this, but if you do, just know I love you, all parts of you, everything about you. I don't have much longer. And then she dies. Right? So they boohoo, they cry, they fall out, blah, 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 blah. And we see that part of the, the, um, where the camcorder cuts off, we see in real time what happens with Dory. So she dies. Like, Dory dies. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. She died. Yeah, I was like, they, oh, they really, they nuts. Yeah, they she really died. about to do this. Yeah, so she gets up. Um, and I say she. It's the it's the Dory we saw from the beginning of the episode with her head shaved and her nice dress. She looked great, by the way. And she walks out. And then she joins the other three. So it's shaved head Dory, Drew sweater Dory, uh, mugshot Dory and episode one Dory, and they all are in a in a what's what's what am I looking for like a diagonal, and then they yeah. merge. Yeah, then it merges and all the one. all the Dorys become one. And then what happens, Ronnie? Then Dory is resuscitated. The girl is alive. <laughs> Dory is <laughs> alive, but time. she but it's very important to to note that she was very much on the brink of death. Like she saw like. She saw she was in that space between like the the you know seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and then you know being brought pulled back out of it. So she was very much on the brink of death. I will say she she literally died. I'll give I mean yeah, I think she yeah. she died. They just brought her back, but she died. And before her soul, because we watched this, before her soul could be <laughs> <laughs> before her soul could go to the place, they pulled her back in. You know, they did the ritual. Mm-hmm. And she got pulled back in. This time, happily though, she went into the right body, and she woke up. And you know, she's with she is what I thought was going to happen. They they found her. The fire department got her, and they were giving her oxygen. And she's like, "Oh my god, I saw everything. I saw it all." Now, with that, mm-hmm. was this whole episode her imagination? No. So that all happened. They literally thought that she was all dead. happened. How did she have a memorial that fast? I mean, it's okay. So to me, there's no way that there was like basically that the, that's the timelines had split. Like there's no because we we are seeing, and, and that's kind of like a trick they played on this. So we are seeing the memorial, and then it snap, and then it snaps back to you know it snaps back to Dory before. So so to me, that's not that's like even though it happened in the same episode, it's not like linear. Because so Dory could just be not 
she could just be gone. They could literally right, not right. know she's alive. So, okay. So, okay. So the so what happened? What and this is what I think happened. Like this it's very clear the house burned down. Dory is now in the wind somewhere. But mm-hmm. as far as they know, Dory is dead. Mm-hmm. I buy it. And the reason I buy it is like you said, because cause Chip had to get the camera. So there it, exactly, had to be a exactly. point in time where Chip went down there and got her stuff, gave it to them. But Dory's just like, mm-hmm. no. You think she's with him? I don't I don't know. I mean, I hope not. Like, but where nah, where is she? I don't go? think so. She is she's is she the type of person who can be alone? Like, can she She isn't. That's what I'm saying. She's she needs she seems like a very codependent person. She she does, which is why I have now I'm gonna get to that moment that I kind of put in my pocket. But before that, I'm gonna ask a question. Do you think there's enough story here for a season five? Mm-hmm. Why, because and, they can yeah, still yeah, and why why do you say that? Cause again, they can look for her again. Like mm-hmm. another it could be another search party. Um I don't know how they could thinking she's dead though. So who 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 would look for her if everybody thinks she's dead? Like literally this time. Like last time she was legit just maybe she's missing. But now they think she's dead. So unless there's some kind of clue that makes that lets them know that she's alive, like somebody sees her, like Chantal. Remember? Mm-hmm. She was like, I saw Chantal. Mm-hmm. I saw her. And that's what drove her obsession. So unless somebody sees Dory, then what's going to make them look for her again? Will they look for her again? And they they would I, probably this time because she left them that video. I don't think. Okay, so there there are two things here, <clears throat> two very important things. First, the one that we've been saying like I was about to say all season, but we've only done three episodes of these. Um, <laughs> but the thing we've been saying the entire time, like let's not forget about April. So. It's very possible that April may go looking for June. Dory, but 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 here's June the thing. Go but here's April the thing that I'm gonna drop on you that that we may have missed. The whole time when Drew was being recorded, when they were singing that awful flash mob song, <laughs> Drew makes a confession. He was like, "I can't love you because I'm in love with a murderer." He did. He did. He said that and video I remember, exists. I forgot, because, but I remember because, when he said it. I was like, mm-hmm, "Whoa!" That video exists, and because it's so. And because it's so ridiculous, it's going to go viral. So is June going to go looking for her? Yeah, so, so June is going to go looking for Dory. And then that video also exists. So that's our season five. So is she going to finally get her comeuppance? I think so. And, and I will say this. The way they handled it this episode, it was like you, you view Dory as... Basically, like you have like a layer of sympathy for Dory because you're like, oh, it's messed up. This happened to her, but at the same time, like the game is the game. This happened to her. Cool. So I do think, I, I don't think there's going to be a, a, a happy ending for Dory. I don't see her getting out of this because like the way they handled, because if that was, if, this, if the show would have ended here, I would have been satisfied, honestly. But I do think there is enough story for a season five. And I do think. I do think that's where we see June go searching for Dory because that video exists. June has the journal. And once again, like, because the thing is, I now think the search party may turn into an effort to basically help like Dory hide or something because they're, they're clearly going to be reunited. So they, 
I can see it. I can. Yeah. And it could either be that or it could be Dory in some kind of weird way wants to wants to be found in a way because mm-hmm. she wants to make it clear mm-hmm. that she didn't kill Keith. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't kill, mm-hmm. like, April maybe, but not, mm-hmm. I didn't kill Keith. Because even, like, in her darkest moment, she told, you know, when she told Drew, like, I'd never touched that obelisk. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa. So we, I mean, we could. If there is a, if there is a season five, I wouldn't be that surprised. If there's not, I wouldn't be surprised either. Right, right. I, I actually hope there is a season five because like wrap because, it up clean. Yeah, yeah. I, like I feel like there's enough story for like one more season. Once again, in that very good place type way, like it's like the show, you know, puts itself in the corner and then it gets out of it because mm-hmm. because the way I was watching this season, I was like, there's no way they're like how are they gonna pull this off? But they did. Like I'm very satisfied with the season. And by the way, how are you feeling about the season as a whole? Me too. I I like the way they wrote it. And I wanted, I like too, I think maybe that she was only in, I say only, but she was in there three months. And three months is not enough time to be in prison Mm -hmm. for murdering somebody. Because she flat out murdered April. Like, Mm -hmm. Keith was was almost, you can look at it as manslaughter, you know, or a freak accident because Drew really thought he was trying to protect her. Mm -hmm. But April, that was flat out, like, no question, 100% cold-blooded murder she had intent like she she turned around she could have left but she turned around came back to murder her so it's not like it was even a i don't even i can't even say it was a crime of passion because again she was leaving and then she thought about what could happen and she came back so it just feels like she can't get away with killing april like she she can't and i feel like being because they wrote it in there they have to there has to be some kind of res- resolution on that front because they've closed so. everything else, you know. So I don't know mm-hmm. if Julian's gonna have something to do with that because again, you know, he does know kind of because remember mm-hmm. he was like, I think I know where my phone is. So Julian knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do they know she killed April? I don't think they do. Drew and all of them. I, I don't think remember. no, I don't because because th- she was on she was on the ferry with April by herself, and then she got she got arrested like immediately after. So they haven't even I don't even think they, they've addressed that because as far as they know, like April, I just ran off. She's just gone. Even with her sister, yeah, because her sister had the the note, I mean the diary, but it's in mm-hmm. a twin language, so all right. You know, so I don't know. Good questions. Find the writers. Maybe they'll put you on the team. How would yeah, you write I mean, it? If you had to write season five, what would you write? What would what would be your whole? What, how would you wrap up the whole thing? Um. So to me, it would be. All right. This, this is gonna sound crazy, but to me, search party like the, like I don't know what the what the pitch was, but if if I were to to be in the room when they made the pitch, to me, it would be a lot like. What if the Scooby-Doo gang was a group of millennials and they were in search of someone? They were solving this mystery. So to me, we would get the it would be the it would be the reversal or, or the undoing of that. We would have we would get the Scooby-Doo gang together and then they would be trying to clean up the evidence to try to help Dory. 
Mm-hmm. So so while while June has the evidence and she's trying to pin Dory to this, they are going to uh, okay because we now have Chip, Chip and Chip knows. We now have Cindy who knows something. We now have um I, I mean okay I said Chip then I said June and then Cindy. so yeah we're yeah we're basically jumping around these different places and the guy with the video yeah the guy with the video we're jumping around these different places trying to trying to get rid of that evidence so we can finally get Dory off. Because I do think they're at a place where where after seeing that video, like if if, if they find out that Dory is out there, they're definitely gonna go looking for her again and, and they're gonna try to like like help her. So I think that's how I would close it off. But once again, I don't think there's I don't I don't think Dory deserves a, a happy resolution either. So that's not what I would go seeking. But I do think there is enough space for a, a season five and that's how it would do it basically the gang helping dory get off and you know that video could be posted just because it was an embarrassing flash exactly. mob that exactly. turned into her him saying no so he could post it just to be funny because people love humiliating people like exactly it could be on youtube with like 37 views right now and then and then they basically have to go find this guy and be like hey can you delete that video yeah, and if it's and it's Drew, and people know Drew, like they, uh-huh. he's about as popular as Dory, right? Because they're you know the good looking millennial murderers or whatever mm-hmm. else. So yeah, I think if I wrapped it up, it would be just like you said. They are they're going on this desperate attempt to clear her name, and I think at some point I would just have her say, "Hey y'all, just just stop, mm-hmm. like just stop, just stop. I'm, I, mm-hmm. It's over, it's done. Just stop." And then. Portion Elliot will be like, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. And Drew, out of his guilt, will probably go and say, you know, this is what happened with Keith and finally tell that true story. Mm-hmm. But Dory's going to have to answer for April because, like I said, if she didn't kill April, then maybe I wouldn't be as upset. Because, again, Keith is bad. They did murder him. But there wasn't malicious intent behind that. Right. You can't give her anything for April. Like, nah. She just did it, and you can't just murder people because you're mad, especially when you, you know, smug and your and your mugshot. Like that makes it even worse. The little, you know, smirk. So I don't know. I just I want them to have another one just so they can wrap it up. And it don't even have to be a whole season. It could be a mini season, like six episodes. I'll be fine with that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do yeah. think that they could definitely do it. I do think there's enough story there to continue. Well, I'm glad you had me watch it because I honestly never would have watched this show if you hadn't said, "Hey, watch Third Party." Yeah, to me, it's it's a it's almost a shame, but at the same time, it's one of those good things. Like it's like a best kept secret. But I do think this is one of those shows that years from now people are going to like stumble across, mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like the revival that um Shit's Creek had, like during like pandemic. Like how people just stumbled across it, mm-hmm. across it. Like I feel like that's gonna be search party in like five years. Somebody's gonna like dig up this show, be like, oh yeah. So this John Daly guy or Alia Shawcat did this show that was on like <laughs> HBO Max. Let me go watch it. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it, it's definitely gonna have like a like a life of its own, like in you know years from now because it it's really one of the best shows on TV and it, like it's it's an amazing show. And you know what? Anything could do it. Like one of the actors or actresses can do something else mm-hmm. and it'd be great or it'd be a blockbuster or just gets more attention. And then you start on a rabbit hole and you look on IMDb and you be like, what a search party? And mm-hmm. There you go. 
It's really very easy to do it. Mm. But I hope she gets, you know, her flowers because she did a great job. John did a great job. Both of them. Mm. <laughs> and what's her name? Meredith, who's yeah. Portia. She did too because, again, it's amazing how great an actress she is because she is such an awful human being. Mm-hmm. She really <laughs> Exactly. She is. But yeah. So, I mean, the black guy was good. That's always yeah. good, right? The black man in the yeah. movie is the one the most sense. <laughs> I yeah, mean, in the and, show. <laughs> and, he, and, he did, and he did not die. Shout out to them. And yeah. he's rich. Isn't that amazing? And he's rich. Isn't that amazing? I think one of my favorite parts, and this is, you know, we can wrap up with this, but there was a part in the movie, I mean, in the show where they were filming the movie, um, and Portia was like, Drew's black? <laughs> they were like, you're playing, a, <laughs> you're playing an Israeli woman. And I'm right. like, you really did not think that yeah, would through at all, Portia. Really American. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're playing an Israeli, yeah, an Israeli American woman. Like the fact that he's black is the thing that's bothering you the most. Just you didn't think about anything else. Just the fact that Drew is black. Oh my God, Drew is black. <laughs> but yeah, they they did a lot of good stuff like that, and I I really appreciate it. So I'm glad I watched it. You have any thoughts? Any closing thoughts? Um, just um, please watch the show if you haven't watched it. That's uh. Um, I mean, like I said, if if you're if you're if you listen to all these episodes and you haven't watched it, you need to. But yeah, but yeah so so go, <laughs> so going so going for it. Um, we're, we're gonna get some TV shows this year, probably like the second half of 2021. So of course we'll still be here for TV, but we're also going to pivot into movies and we'll start covering those. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, HBO Max has a large slate of movies that we'll get into. So. So on last week's episode might be um, that that movie you binged last Friday. <laughs> we might have to tweak the title a bit, but no, seriously, I'll, we're going to keep the the content coming and um just you know keep listening. Please do. We appreciate you so far, and thank you. We love you. Peace. Peace.